We are here with CEO and co-founder Jacob Dahlberg of Arthro. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Health Transformer Extraordinaire. So it's <laughs> great to speak with you. Uh, you're just in from Sweden. Yeah, long flight. Um, so let's talk about the vision for Arthro and what you guys are building, because I think it's pretty extraordinary. We started looking at this very, very successful face-to-face -face intervention for people with chronic joint pain. And then we wanted to digitize all these components, but make it scalable and cost-efficient, because I mean, you have 42, 45 million maybe Americans that has OA in, in, in the US, but it's not feasible for them to come into the, you know, the clinic office every week. So we wanted to take this you know, evidence-based intervention and put it online and make it you know, global. And you already have a lot of success in Sweden and a lot of traction. Maybe talk about yeah. where you are there. And I know you're expanding now through to the US, but I exactly. think there's a lot to learn from what mm. you've already achieved in Sweden. Yeah. So what is happening is that you're doing a lot of uh, unnecessary surgeries and procedures with people that have these chronic joint pains. Uh, so what, what we did is that we went to the health plans and the insurance companies and we said, like, take a look at your balance sheet. You know, you're spending a lot of cost on doing these procedures and we could actually avoid them. So we're telling them to put their patients into our online intervention instead of, doing the, instead of paying for these procedures. And this has been working fairly, fairly uh, I mean, very well. So... Um, We've built up our own, you know, on the supply side, our own network of physicians and therapists that coordinates the treatment. And then we enroll the patients through their health plan. And then, yeah, everything happens uh, online. And it's a web-based platform. Exactly. There's already been thousands of patients that have gone, gone through this. Um, maybe talk about, as you're now expanding uh, to new markets, uh, some of the things as an entrepreneur you've had to think about and what that journey's been like for you. Healthcare is complex and it's fragmented and I think there's a lot of aspects you, know, you, need, you have to take into account. I mean, in Europe we're C-certified class one medical technical product. When we go over to the US, we need to focus on the HIPAA compliance. So I mean, on a, on a regulatory level, it's a lot of things that you need to yeah, think of. When it comes to the rest of the commercialization, um, it's a lot about understanding like who pays for what, who delivers what healthcare, uh, how is the incentives aligned in the US you know, healthcare market, et cetera. So I think it's really about you know, digging deep under the hood and trying to understand the revenue streams and who does what. And what are you most excited about over the, the next two to three years? I mean, definitely moving into the US market. I mean, I think it's somewhere around $200 billion on annual cost in the stereospheric space. And I think we could save a lot of money to the, to the payers here. Uh, so that's definitely one of the most exciting things that we have. So your main customers here will be payers. Exactly. So we would go to uh, everyone that is paying or is, or is a risk-bearing entity, as I frame it. It could be like uh, an integrated delivery network because they pay you know, for their own insurance, or it could be some that has a capitation-based model. Uh, but it could be you know, self-insured employers, health plans, uh, et cetera. So everyone who takes the risk and pays for healthcare would be interesting to, to, for us to talk with. What else have you noticed just between different regions? Um, either how the cycles of innovation work, maybe the reception you've gotten as a, as a startup founder mm -hmm. in Europe versus the US. What are some of the, the differences yeah. that you've experienced? So I think our, our key takeaway was that we really wanted to have a science-first approach and, and focus on getting some you know, peer-reviewed clinical papers. You know, and that's really the, the foundation. DNA of what you've built. Exactly. So I mean, uh, I mean, I'm lucky because my father is you know, an orthopedic professor and I study computer science. So it's kind of a good you know, intersection there of what we could do. So, so we wanted to you know, be very, very heavy on the, on the science side and get these papers out published because 
as you mentioned, that's how you differentiate, uh, and that is, I think, the common denominator in, in all you know markets. They want to see the evidence. Predictions for the future: people, uh, patients with with arthritis. Um, joint issues, mm -hmm. how does this impact their lives? So I think on a macro level what is happening is that, you know, you, you, the therapeutic doesn't have to be a molecule and the procedure doesn't have to be with the knife. I mean, it could actually be software as a medicine, you know, the software could act as a therapeutic service. Um, and that's why it is, you know, very novel and, and, and um, a new area is called, you know, digital therapeutics. And it's which is directly tied to, as I mentioned, you know, doing these clinical trials and improving the evidence, the equivalent outcomes, etc. So I would say, this will be, I think this is an area that is going to grow very quickly and you're already seeing it in type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular diseases and Alzheimer's, things like this. And I see the musculoskeletal care being very underserved. So I see, you know, these, I see the whole digital therapeutic space becoming very, very big in the future. And, you know, replacing a lot of these other things that, you know, the payers are paying for that isn't actually that good for, for the patient, but rather might be good for, you know, for the provider because they, you know, make some additional revenue on those things. Software as medicine, <laughs> I, I like that. Um, lessons learned as an entrepreneur. Um, talk about your, your journey so far and, and maybe some wisdom that you could share with other, other founders just getting started. Oh. So when uh, the general would be, you know, things uh, always takes longer than you think and it always costs more than you think. I mean, that would be maybe the general advice. The more specific advice within healthcare is, I think, everything boils down to incentives. You have to really understand, understand why are things happening as it is. I mean, if you go and look at the science literature and you see that it, it's a very asymmetrical to the, what's doing in the clinical procedures, it's all, all often boils down to understanding incentives. So I would say that is very good if you want to approach the healthcare market. So we're here at Help 2.0. You're now here in the U.S. Who, who are you trying to meet? Yeah. What types of people? So uh, we're, we really want to meet with health plans, self-insured employers, and, you know, and, and, and risk-bearing entities that could be providers you know, that are still you know, paying for their own health care. So, so really everyone who want to reduce their health care cost and who want to improve patient outcomes in the musculoskeletal area. And where can they uh, learn more about Arthro and, and where to get in touch? So, so Jacob at Arthro.ai. Uh, it's my email, or, or you know, they could just go to our site or try to find me here. I'll be around. Arthur.ai. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, sir, for everything that you do in the Health Transformer community, and uh, um, really excited about all the progress you're making. So thank, thank you, you for having me, and thank yeah. you for having a part of the community.